You're listening to a podcast from Victory. How can we learn to be content in Christ? Find out in week one of The Fine Line. Today, the good news is that we have our new series topic, and that is The Fine Line. Sabi niyo, The Fine Line. The Fine Line talks about the boundary, the difference, or the, uh, the limit. In four weeks, pag-usapan po natin ito. These are weekly topics. Greed versus contentment. Of course, just by looking at the title, greed versus contentment, false hope versus true security, selfishness versus generosity, and the four weeks temporal versus eternal, we are going to show you the fine line between the two. So makita po natin ano ho ba yung kaibahan nung dalawa para to make sure na hindi ho naman tayo um, magkakasala sa atin pong buhay on the way God has given us the resources in our lives. Because I believe money is a tool and it is a resource that comes from God. Amen. We know all good and perfect gifts come from the Father above who does not change like shifting shadows. Lahat po ng bagay ay galing ho sa Diyos. Pero kung paano natin titignan ng salapi, dun po natin i-define yung fine line. Amen. Okay, siguro po sa panahong ito, very familiar sa inyo, yun pong issue doon po sa naiya. Tanim bala. Sabi nga, ang magtanim hindi biro. Okay? Pero marami pong nagbibiro. And uh, this has already been a, a, an international issue dahil nagpalabas na po ng, ang United Nation ng, uh, ng uh, warning sa mga pupunta po rito sa APEC na mag-ingat. <laughs> so imagine, isang simpleng issue, lumaki ng gusto. Dahil alam ko pong, sino po nakakalam nito, taas ang kamay? Yung siguradong narinig nyo na itong balita na ito. Kung hindi nyo po narinig pa, tabi, tanong nyo sa pinakamalit na bata dyan na makikita nyo sa paligid, alam mo nila. Dahil this is already all over the news, sa radio, TV, jaryo, lahat ako kumakalat. At di umano, according sa NBI, sa kanilang initial investigation, ay mayroon pong sindikato na nagtatanim mo talaga ng bala. Although meron naman tayong mga kabawayan na talagang nagdadala ng bala para raw kanilang agimat. Okay? Dahil suswertihin sila pagka sila ay pumunta ng airport at pumunta ng ibang bansa. Ngayon, napatunayan na nila na hindi swerte yung bala. Okay? So, pero meron naman to talaga yung sindikato na nagtatanim ng paisa-isang bala at hindi lang daw ngayon nangyayari kahit noon pa. At nagiging dahilan nito para mang-extort ng mga aalis. And nalulungkot ako dahil minsan may nakita ko sa senior citizen, 65 years old, pinusasan pa. Ah, dahil iniisip na threat to national security, dahil may nakita siya na isang bala na sinasabi niyang hindi kanya yung bala na yun. Okay? At nagsimula pa yan, merong isang, uh, I think, is American missionary na nahuli na mayroong bala pero hindi siya naglagay. Inihingan siya ng pera, around 30,000, pero ayaw niyang magbigay. Dahil siyempre, kristyano siya eh. So, doon po nangyari na pumutok po ito, issue na ito, na merong pong sindikato na nagtatanim ng bala para extortan ang mga pasahero. Alam nyo, nung, nung kapatid ko ay nagpupunta ng Amerika, bumabalik siya dito, sinasabi lamang niya sa akin, ang issue lang noon is kapag ka December, dumadaan siya dyan sa Naiya, siyempre, galing ng Amerika, ang marinig niya is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, sir. Lahat ang daanan niya, puro Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas, sir. At minsan pag natutuwa, siya bibigyan niya ng chocolate. Kaya lang, nagugulat siya, pag binigyan niya ng chocolate, hindi po makontento. Hihingi pa ng dollar. Uh, sa, sa, in the guise of Merry Christmas. 
Kaya pinagbawal na ho yung pagbati ng Merry Christmas dyan sa airport. Now, sa ganito pong mga pangyayari, nakalulungkot. Dahil lumaki na ho ng lumaki tong issue at karamihan sa biktima, minsan mga OFW pa na papaalis, magtatrabaho sa ibang mansa, ang nangyayari na ho-hold, okay, kundi manapuposasan o minsan yung iba hindi na nakakatuloy. Nung kagabi lang, monitor ko na may isang lalaki na ililibing yung kanyang tatay sa takloban. Ililibing pero hindi niya na nakitang mailibing dahil may nakitang bala sa kanyang bagahe nang sabi niya wala siyang kinalaman sa bala na yun. Yung iba naman, kahit na lang basyo lang ng bala, hinuhuli pa rin. Na hindi ata na hindi na ibig sabihin ng ammunition. Ibig sabihin po ng ammunition is talagang pwedeng pumutok. So makikita ko natin na kawawa naman yung ating mga senior citizen, yung mga OFWs, pati ng mga foreigners na pumupunta ng Pilipinas tapos ay natatam na ng bala na ito. Nakalulungkot. Hindi ko po sinasabing tiyak na meron pong sindikato. Sinasabi ko lamang po ay yung sinasabi ng NBI din. Nakalulungkot din dahil may alam ko pong sa NAIA meron din mga tapat na empleyado. They are also honest and loyal employees of NAIA. Unfortunately, they are also being dragged into this controversy. And it even became a hit. Naging video pa. Ganun naman pa ng game, video games. Okay? Kaya kumalat lalo. Uh, yung nakikita nyo sa baba, that's parang ginawang video games yan. Kaya po ang itsura ngayon ng mga umaalis, puro nakabalot yung bag. Tanyo sa kayo nakakita na puro binalutan ng plastic bag. Okay? Lahat yung kanilang mga bahay, tumagay to make sure na walang balang maitatanim doon. It's so unfortunate. Ganyan na po yung takot ng mga tao. At yung iba, they made it as a business. 160 per wrap <laughs> ng plastic. So, well, nakalulungkot. Sabi ng iba, yung mga porter daw, sabi yung taxi driver, sabi naman yung mga police. But we don't know, really, we don't want to uh, to prejudge anyone. Pero gayon paman, ang ugat po ng bagay na ito ay kasakiman. Naniniwala ho ba kayo? Kasakiman. Greed is uh, is the root of this. So our topic for today has something to do with greed versus contentment. And I would like us to look at this in the light of God's Word. Kaya tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin sa 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning verse 6 up to 12. Okay, let's all read all together. 1, 2, 3. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with this, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Let's all bow down our head and let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity that we can study your word once again. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit, for giving us enlightenment, for giving us divine illumination of God's word. Prepare our hearts for this, Lord. And I pray that Jesus Christ be alone, the Lord of our lives, not money, not material possessions, not anything, but Jesus be the center of our heart. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. The passage that we read to you is Paul's letter to Timothy, reminding him of the things that he needs to remember 
a servant of the Lord. Although he discussed a lot of topic, a lot of issues concerning the church in his letter to Timothy, but there is such a big emphasis on this issue, especially with regards to money. Now, dito po sa mga talata na ating binasa, may mga problem na pinipresent sa atin. That is my first point. And in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9, the problem is this. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Now, when we talk about desire to be rich, okay, I don't want us to have a misinterpretation about this. Because there is really nothing wrong about being rich. And I know here in our midst today, there are a lot of people who are rich. Amen? There are really a lot of rich people here. Okay. And if you are rich, you are not supposed to be condemned. Okay? We have to look at money the proper way. Money is a tool. Sabihin nga ninyo, money is a tool. It should not fool us. Okay? Money is a tool and that is the way we should look at it. It is just a means to an end because the end is the purpose of God. We need money in our lives. The reason why you are here is because you use transportation that requires gasoline, that requires fare. Hindi kayo makakarating dito nang wala kayong pera. Sa madaling salita, ang pera ay importante. It is a tool for us to serve the purpose of God. And there is nothing wrong about being rich. Now, let me just, of course, classify so we can see the fine line. But those desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless, harmful desires. Sabihin niyo desires. Ano ho ba ibig sabihin ng desire na binabanggit dito? Is, is it just an ordinary desire? Okay. We are really talking about greed because greed is an intense and selfish desire for something, especially for wealth, power, and food. As I said, there is nothing wrong with money. Money should serve the purpose of God. If money should serve the purpose of God, therefore money is a servant. And if money is a servant, it is not a master. Amen. Money is not a master. To some people, money is already their God, even without admitting, but the way they live their lives and the way they look at money, it appears that money is already their God. Every motivation that they have, they think how to get money. When they see people, there is a dollar sign or peso sign in their eyes. Pag inimbita mo sa church, sabi sa, magkakapirahan ba yan? Pag makita ng tao, nakakita ng tao, ako mayaman ito, kakaibiganin ko ito. Ang nagdidikta sa kanyang pagkilos at pagalaw, and on the way he also builds his relationship with other people, the basis is greed for money. Yung po yung binabanggit ng salita ng Panginoon. Tandaan ninyo, si Paul ang sumulat dito and Paul was even encouraging churches to give for the mission of the church. And how come that he was saying in this passage, those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. So, ang ibig sabihin po nun ay yung greed. Because greed is an intense and selfish, say selfish. Selfish desire for something, especially for wealth, power, and food. 
Alam nyo, lahat sa mga Pilipino may kasabihan po tayo, lahat ng sobra, masama. Okay? Pati yung desire sa salapi. Kasi it will affect, if greed will be the one to govern you, it will affect the way you work, the way you relate yourself with other people, and the way you look things around you. Pagka walang pagkakapiraan, wala kang motivation. In your work, that will be affected. If you think that your salary is small, you're not the only one who has that mind. Everybody thinks they don't have enough salary because even enough is not enough to so many people. Kahit sampung beses pa kayong magkaroon ng increase in your salary, still in your mind, that's not enough because money can never truly satisfy you. And we say greed is from the heart. Therefore, the problem is something internal. And this is what Mark chapter 7, verse 20 to 23 says. What makes out of a man is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and they defile a person. We have this, what you call as our sinful nature. And because of that, because of our sinful nature, we all have somehow the tendency to have greed in our hearts. And in one way or the other, whether small or big, we have in us a form of greediness. Why? Because we are sinners. Now, let me ask you, who among you are greedy? Raise your hands. Wala, kita nyo na. Walang umaamin. Dahil wala talaga ng amin, yes, no one would say, I am a greedy person. No one would claim that. But deep inside our heart, somehow, there is that greediness in us even without us knowing it because by nature we are sinners. But there is a way for us to prevent it. But let me just first identify that the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. It is internal. It is something that's within. And it's because it is the problem of the heart. Ano po yung mga pinanggagalingan yun? Usually, yung mga nagkakaroon ng greed, okay, hindi ho naman overnight nangyari yun. Okay, yung mga na-deprive sa material things. Okay? Parang gutom na gutom tuloy. Kasi maliit pa lamang siya, lagi siyang hindi nabibilhan ng laruan na gusto niya, hanggang sa kanyang paglaki, gusto niyang kumain sa isang fast food, hindi siya makakain, deprived siya with so many things. That's why nakakapasok yung, pride, ay yung, yung greed sa kanyang puso. Yung pagkakaroon ng poverty mentality. Alam niyo yung poverty mentality? Yung bang kaisipang mahirap. Kaya pati sa kanyang pag-spend, affected yun. Pagka pumipila, halimbawa kasal, May kainan na buffet, pupunuin lahat yung plato kasi baka maubusan. E minsan kahit na nasa buffet na, pupunuin pa rin. Samantalang pwede naman siyang bumalik kahit ilang beses, pero para bang kilo mo ay parang mauubusan. Andiyan po kayo. Part ito ng mga poverty mentality, yung maling pag-spend. Okay? Yung, kinakailang, yung gamot, kinakailangang bilin para sa kanyang sarili, kailangan, pero nagtitipid. Samantalang para sa kanya, sa kanyang ikabubuti yung kanyang pag-spend. Why? Because ayon niyang lumabas yung pera sa kanya. Iba po ang kuripot sa masinop. Envy, comparing oneself to others. We have that tendency. Bakit sila laki ng TV nila? 
tayo, maliit yung TV natin. Bumili rin tayo. Gusto ko rin yan. Gusto ko rin nun. Kaya kahit hindi kaya, pipilitin kahit na mangutang. Okay? Walang kakontentuhan. Because our tendency sometimes is to compare ourselves with the blessing of others. And if we see that the blessings of others are greater than us, we try to struggle. We sometimes even manipulate. And we do some, it, it compels us somehow to do some illegal things just to cope and be properly compared with your neighbor. Fear of luck. Ito po is an issue of faith. The fear of luck. You know, hoard, kaya nakakapasok ang tinatawag yung hoarding. Okay? Because of this. Status conscious. Alala ko before when I was taking my master's in Ateneo, eh, yung cellphone nila, pagka table yan, nilalabas nila yung mga cellphone nila. Gaganda, mga high-tech, mga matataas ang resolution ng camera, hindi ko mailabas yung cellphone ko. Sabi ko, nahihiya ako eh, kakaya ako. Mga executive itong mga katabi ko. Pero sabi ko, bakit ako mahihiya? Nilabas ko. 3210, nukiya. Napatingin yung katabi ko. Sabi ko, I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Kahit na low-tech yung cellphone ko, walang camera yun eh. Kahit anong click mo, walang tutunog. So, sabi ko, why should I compete with them? Kasi minsan nagiging status symbol eh. Parang ayaw gumamit ng ordinaryong brand ng sapatos. Okay? Ayaw gumamit ng Spartan. Kailangan-kailangan, Nike. Pag hindi Nike, hindi uso. Parang malungkot siya. May nagrigalo sa kanya. Adidas, ayaw pa niya. Gusto niya Nike. Kasi iba ang reputation pagka Nike. Sasakyan, pinipilit magkaroon. Gusto ng Mercedes-Benz, ayaw ang ordinaryong Toyota. Why? Dahil status symbol eh. Masyado siyang conscious sa kanyang kalagayan, sa kanyang lipunan. Kaya naman, kahit hindi kaya, pinipilit. Now, hindi ko po sinasabing masama ang mangarap. Hindi ko po sinasabing masama ang magkaroon ng Mercedes-Benz. But what I am saying, with what you have today, be contented. God will be the one in His own time to promote you and to bring increase into your life. Amen. If we believe that everything comes from the Lord, let us be secure enough to believe God for greater things without us manipulating, without us resorting into something illegal or something immoral just to have money. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. And this is the very heart of the issue. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs or sufferings. Yung pagmamahal po sa salapi. Paano ba nalalaman, Pastor, kung isang tao ay may sobrang pagmamahal sa salapi? Kung sa paggising ninyo ang naiisip nyo ay pera, at kung kayo'y kumakain ang naiisip nyo ay pera, at bago kayo matutulog ang naiisip nyo pa rin ay pera, at kung hindi kayo makatulog dahil pa rin sa pera, ibig sabihin nun, may pagmamahal sa salapi. It's not love of money that should govern the way we live our lives. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10 says, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. Who are working here? Raise your hands. Maaari na sa isipan ninyo, the amount that you are receiving is not enough. You know why? Yes, that's true. It's not really enough if your satisfaction is really just on money. I would like you to have this kind of attitude that once you receive your salary, instead of complaining, Thank God first. And actually, don't even complain. 
Patuto muna kayong pasalamatan si Lord with the blessings that you have today. Parang hindi kayo nag-a-agree. Okay. Pasalamatan muna ninyo ang Panginoon. Now, those that can be trusted in small things can be trusted by God with bigger things. With the salary that you have, learn how to plan. Learn how to budget. Don't run away to mall sales. Okay? Learn how to budget with the money that God has given you. All of us must be a good stewards of God's resources. The money that you have is not really your money. That's God's money. It has been entrusted unto you. And as good stewards of the Lord, we need to be good trustees of what God has given us. Kailangan mo pagkatiwalaan tayo ng Panginoon sa mga bagay na ibinigay niya. Now, kung iniisip nyo, hindi ko lang manalangin kayo sa Panginoon. Okay? Huwag kayong magmamanipulate. Kasi minsan, kaya galit ka na sa bus mo. Tingin mo sa bus mo, may sungay na. It's because your boss is not giving you an increase. That's why there is that bitterness in your heart. That is the reason why, why we say that the love of money is the root of all evil. Sometimes you tend to step on some other, on other people's shoes just for you to be promoted because you are struggling for an increase. Nagmamanipulate ka ng daraya ka. Kung ikaw ay negosyante, bisa dinadaya mo yung timbang. Bisa ino-over-exaggerate mo yung iyong negosyo o yung iyong produkto para lamang kumita ng mas malaki. You are not becoming honest with what you do. It's because of the love of money. Hindi mo rin may bigay yung best mo in your work because you think you are not properly compensated. You see, everything is being affected when you allow the love of money to govern your life. Now, I am not saying it is not God's will for you to increase in your blessing. The fact is, God is a great blesser. Amen. He is the source. He is the provider. Allow me to read Deuteronomy chapter 30. Let me first read Verse 6, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart. You know what circumcision is? Hindi ko natatagalugin. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Circumcision means removing of the flesh. In our spiritual heart, God has to remove the spirit of greed in our hearts. Okay? Dahil ang gusto ng Panginoon, siya lamang yung ating Panginoon. Siya lang yung nag-iisang Panginoon natin. He alone is our Lord God. Money should not be God to us. Kalaoban ba ng Diyos na tayo ay mangarap? Kalaoban ba ng Diyos na tayo ay to pray for something greater? Basahin natin ngayon yung verse 5. And the Lord your God will bring you into the land that your fathers possess, that you may possess it and He make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. Is it God's will for a person to be prosperous? Yes, it is God's will, especially to His own children. It is God's pleasure to see His children enjoying the blessing that He has given us. Amen. It is a joy to the Lord. Many here are parents. It is your joy to see your children prospering and enjoying the blessing. But we have to put everything in proper perspective. Christianity is not just about blessing. There is blessing, but it's not just about blessing. It is about our relationship with God. Kaya nga minsan nakapasok yung tinatawag na prosperity gospel. Kasi nawawala, it's, we are Christ-centered gospel eh. Hindi tinuturo natin that Christ died, He rose again from the dead. Grace of forgiveness is available and He gives eternal life to those who will receive Him. That is our message. That's what Christianity 
is all about, and that's the reason why we all exist. Because Christ has given us eternal life. So, in our response to His love, we love Him back. Pero kung pera na, yung nag-occupy sa buhay natin, dun po nagsisimula yung panganib. Nawawala yung order sa buhay natin. At minsan, yung tinatawag na prosperity gospel is, papangaral ako, pagka kayo na born again, wala na kayong problema. Yayaman kayo. We don't say that. We don't say empty promises to people. Yes, we are being blessed if we exercise our faith. And once we know how to pray, God answers our prayer in His own terms. Because God is a blesser. It is God's will for us to have an increase in our blessing. But we should not struggle for it. We should not manipulate and we should not resort into something immoral, illegal, just to have money. Are you there? Ang Diyos ang nagbubukas ng opportunity. Ang Diyos ang nagbubukas ng bintana at pinto ng kalangitan para ibuo siyang pagpapala by having open opportunity, giving you a good job, giving you a promotion. In so many ways, you, we cannot put God in a box. Huwag niyong hayaang malimitahan lang ang Diyos sa sweldong tinatanggap ninyo pagdating sa inyong blessing. Dahil kahit kung gusto kayong pagpalain ng Diyos, hindi lang sa pamamagitan ng sweldo ninyo, kayang gawin yun ng Panginoon. Amen? Dahil ganun, kabuti ang Diyos. And He is a sovereign and powerful God. In Mark chapter 12, verse 29 to 30, Jesus answered, the most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Say, the Lord is one. And in verse 30, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now it makes sense. The reason why we should love Him with all of our heart, there's only one throne. In, in our, there must be only one throne in our heart because the Lord is one. And He alone has the right to occupy it. Not money. Money is a servant, not a master. Only Christ is our master. And once we put Christ as our master, as the only one on the throne of our heart, then everything would fall into proper place. Nagtatrabaho ka malit mo ng sweldo mo, matapat ka pa rin sa trabaho mo, hindi ka nandaraya. Hindi mo dinadaya ang resibo, hindi mo dinadaya ang sukli, hindi ka nandaraya. You are being honest with your work because you know your blessing comes from God and because you know that God is watching you. Because there is you call a fear of the Lord. So ang issue, sinasabi po natin dito, is nasa loob, nasa puso. Pero may gamot doon, ano yung gamot doon, once you put God in the throne of your heart. Hindi pera, kundi si Lord. Now, there's what you call external things that we need to see. These are the temptation. Sabi ng 1 Timothy 6.9, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. Say temptation. Ibig sabihin, a snare, a trap. Okay? Ang trap po, wala akong naglalagay na trap, nakitang-kita na. Okay? Pag nakita mo na yung trap na yan, hindi na trap yan, kasi kita mo na eh. Usually, nagpapanggap yan, Okay, na para bang kalamo kapareho din ang nilalakaran mo. Pero pagka nagkamali ka ng hakbang, mahuhulog ka. Trap into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Sa atin pong kasaysayan, sa atin pong bayan, <laughs> kita na po natin yan. Naging greedy sa kanilang buhay, sa mga pinagkatiwalang posisyon, sa kanilang ng taong bayan. Ano nagiging resulta? Dahil sa sobrang pagkaganid sa salapi, 
dalawa lang ang pinatutungan, kundi bilangguan St. Luke. Ito po isang myth. Enough is enough when I have more than what I have not. Enough is enough when I have more than what I have not. Ang tao ho, wala hong kakontentuhan sa buhay. Kasi hinahanap nila yung kakontentuhan doon sa pera na meron sila. Let me tell you, kahit na may isang billion ka na, hindi ka pa rin makukontento, gusto mo pa rin ng marami. Nadyan po kayo. By nature ho yan. Kasi there is something lacking in man. And people are looking what would really satisfy them. And you know what? What's the only thing that can satisfy us? The only thing that can satisfy our empty heart is none other than Jesus Christ. Not money. Pag namatay ka, hindi mo madadala yung pera. Okay, pag ikaw ay nasa bingit na ng kamatayan at nandiyan yung mga mahal mo sa buhay, sila na lamang yung pag-uukulan mo ng pansin, hindi mo naiisipin, paano ba ako magkakapera? The most important people in your life would be there. So, relationship is even more valuable than money. Dahil pag ikaw ay naghihingalo na, hindi mo naiisipin, ba paano yung kayamanan ko? Baka makuha ng iba. May mga example ako sa inyo na mga illegal at saka immoral. If you read your newspaper, if you go to radio, television, you see this extortion. At ang sabi nila, yan doon yung bahagi ng uh, tanimbala. Yung mga investments come. Ang dami na, paulit-ulit na lang. Hindi pa rin nadala mga Pilipino. Because they would like greater amount of interest. That's why they bite into this. Binibenta yung sasakya, binibenta yung house nila. And let me tell you, may mga Kristiyano pang nabibiktima. It's all because because of greed. Yung nagpapa 5-6. Bakit? Kasi mas malaki ang tubo. Kahit na alam na, hirap na hirap na tayo, yung taong nangihiram, magpapa 5-6 pa rin dahil mas malaki yung interest. Stealing. Budol-budol. Alam niyo, nanay ko po yung naging biktima nitong budol-budol. Alam niyo yung budol-budol? Hindi ko alam kung anong English yan. Hindi ko rin alam kung anong Tagalog yan. Basta alam ko lang budol-budol. Yung nanay ko, kumuha ng padala ng, ng brother ko na nasa Amerika, nagpadala sa kwarta padala. Okay? Ngayon, so, pagka labas ng nanay ko, may dala-dala siyang pera, may sumalubong sa kanya. Ang sabi niya, Mana, kumusta ka na? Sino ka? Hindi mo ako kilala. Tignan mo, tipikan mo ako. Kilala mo ako. Naghugla naman yung nanay ko ng pangalan. Ikaw pa si Ken. Ako nga! <laughs> laki ng pinagbago mo. Oo, malaki talaga ang pinagbago ko. Eh kasi galing ako ibang bansa, etc., etc. Tapos may pinasakay yung nanay ko sa van, iahatid na raw sa bahay. Nagpapasalamat na lamang po kami dahil kahit na nakuha yung pera niya, at least my mom is alive. So you see, tinatarget ng mga senior citizen, kaya kayo mga senior citizen, lalo na pag-withdraw kayo ng malaking halaga, mag-iingat ho kayo. Hindi, ay, tutulong. Most of the victims are the senior citizen because, uh, you know, hindi na makakalaban eh. They could not fight anymore. So, you have to be, yung mga anak, samahan ninyo. Kay nanay ko ayaw na mag-withdraw yun walang kasamang anak. Okay. Pwede ko rin kayo samahan, lalo kung million-million ang Ang tawag doon, greediness. Okay. <laughs> yung cyber sex business, ultimo yung mga anak, you know, even the children are being used for cyber sex business just to earn just to have more money. Human trafficking. Illegal recruitment. Yun yung recruitment na illegal. Eh. <laughs> Makikita natin, ang dami, hindi lang yan, mayroong mga legal, pero immoral. Ano yun? Sugal. Yung loto. Sorry. Sorry, ah. Kasi iniisip ko, baka one-third nang nakaupo dito, eh. Nagloloto. Balato na lang. <laughs> Bingo! Kaya yung cards. Yung utang, yung debt habit, alam nyo yun? 
yung habit na niya yung mangutang. Bawat makatabi niya, pautang naman. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bawat, bawat makatabi niya, libre mo naman ako. Bayaran kita sa susunod. Pero hindi na wala nang bayaran. Selling with exaggeration. No, yan mo yung mga nagbebenta. Pag ginibenta, parang lagi tatlo pa yung ipinapangako sa'yo. Lahat, pwede! Pwede, pwede ba? Oh, pwede yan! Ako, mabisa yan. Yung pala, dahil para lang makabenta ng marami, ini-exaggerate yung kanilang mga bagay na ibinibenta. Kung kayo ho, yung mga salesman narito, nananawagan po ako. Wala akong masama sa inyong negosyo. Ang masama ay kapag ka may exaggeration on the way you do your business. Just be fair and be honest. Be secure with the blessings of God. If you are honest, God will be the one to bless you and bring you customers. Amen. Okay, let's give God a big, big hand. Having said this, I don't want you to have this misconception about being rich. Is it wrong to dream and believe God for something bigger? Anong sagot dyan? Hindi. Meron lang pamantayan ng Panginoon kung gusto mong mapagpala ka. Sabi ng Proverbs 10.4, As lack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So, for you to experience, to have more, be diligent. When you have business, you learn how to plan, you learn how to project. Okay? Maging masipag ka sa iyong trabaho, maging masipag ka sa iyong negosyo, yun ang paraan para ikaw ay umunlad. Hindi yung ikaw ay walang ginagawa at nag expect ka na mayroong babagsak na blessing mula sa kalangitan. Proverbs 12.29 Whoever is slothful, if you lazy, will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. So these are all godly principles na binibigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Meaning, it is God's will for us to have wealth provided that we follow the will of God. Provided that we don't nullify the word of God in our lives. Amen. Proverbs 13.11 Wealth gained hastily or quickly. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Alam niyo yung attitude ng get rich quick? Hindi po kalooban ng Panginoon minsan eh. Kaya nga maraming nai-invest means come victim eh. Dahil doon, dahil malaki ang interest, gusto, gusto kagad yumaman. If those, those who can be trusted in small things can be trusted by God in bigger things. Yan ho ang prinsipyo ng Panginoon. Knowing that there is that temptation and alam nyo kasi temptation, sometimes these are the opportunities being opened by the enemy. So he can lure us. Now if there is something in you, there's greed in you, nagtatagpo lang. Kaya minsan, yung pera, hiyon ang naglalabas kung ano talagang puso meron tayo. Sinasabi natin, ah, yumabang yan simula ng magkapera. Pero katunayan, kahit wala pa yung pera, mayabang na. Kaya lang, nung magkaroon ng pera, lumabas lang yung kayabangan. Kasi may ipagyayabang na. Andiyan po kayo. Because the problem is something internal. Kapag yung external, internal nagkita, nabububo yung tinatawag na kasalanan. Kasi may opportunity. In general, temptation. Okay? Halimbawa sabihin yung womanizing, mahilig ka mang babae sa puso mo. Eh kung walang nagtutuksong babae sa iyo, wala ka namang babae. Pero pag may nanukso, mas bibigay ka na. Bakit? Because naroon na yun sa iyong puso. Are you there? Pero kung ang puso mo is pure before God, even there is a temptation, you won't mind that temptation. Amen? So nagkakaroon tatagbo para ho yung langaw at saka basura. 
pag nagkikita sila, magkasundong magkasundo. Parang suka at tuyo, at parang bagoong at saka mangga. Okay, now, but there is a solution to that. Okay? In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, sabi, But godliness with contentment, say contentment, is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with this we will be content. Okay, what is contentment? Contentment is an inner sufficiency. Say inner sufficiency. That keeps us at peace in spite of outward circumstances. The state of happiness and satisfaction. So yan pong ibig sabihin ng contentment. Hindi po ibig sabihin ng contentment, ulitin ko, hindi sinasabing huwag ka nang mangarap. Hindi sinasabing huwag kang magsipag para umulad. Hindi yun ang contentment. Ang contentment is kung ano yung bagay na meron ka, handa kang magpasalamat sa Diyos dahil alam mo, na ang Diyos ang may hawak ng iyong bukas. And if you continue to follow and obey the word of the Lord and the principles being being laid on the Bible, if you believe that God is a great blesser, you know that your time will also come. Your breakthrough will also come. And you don't have to be afraid of the future. It says, never let the things you want make you forget the things you have. Bago ka magreklamo sa mga bagay na wala ka, pasalamatan mo muna ang Diyos sa mga bagay na meron ka. Success is not defined by wealth, but by contentment. Ang success so minsan kasi is very relative. Yung iba kumita ng isang libo sa isang araw, for them that's already success because they, are, they, they have the contentment in their heart. Pero yung iba kumita na ng isang milyon sa isang kontrata, malungkot pa dahil gusto nila talaga isang bilyon. You see, success is not defined by wealth. It is defined by contentment. Now, there is what you call a test of contentment. Okay? Isa-isahin ko po, medyo pitong-pituho ito. Okay? Do you enjoy and thank God for what you have today? <laughs> Do you see the purpose of God with what you have now? Okay. Aside from the purpose of God for money, is for me to spend it. Aside from that purpose. <laughs> okay? There is a greater purpose why God is blessing us. Sometimes there is an excess. Again, you think you, you, you ask God, Lord, why there is an excess? Because God has a purpose for everything. Do you have a godly motive in desiring for more? O dahil gusto mo lang magyabang, gusto mo rin makabili ng kotseng katulad na katulad dun sa kapitbahay mo dahil mas mababa yung brand ng kotseng meron ka. Okay. Do you not struggle in attaining things that you desire? Nag-struggle ka ba? Hindi ka ba nag-struggle? Kung hindi ka nag-struggle, very good. Do you not compromise your Christian faith for the sake of money? Do you not sacrifice your family for the sake of gaining more? These are a test of contentment in our hearts. Ito po yung mga tanong na dapat natin itanong sa ating sarili para ma-check yung puso natin because the Bible says, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. And lastly, do you not step into other shoes or commit injustice on your desire to have more? Mga empleyado, huwag niyong siraan yung kapwa niyong empleyado para lang kayo ma-promote. Hindi ho maganda yun. Huwag niyong sisiraan sa boss. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 to 12. Sabi ni Paul kay Timothy, Baras for you, O man of God, flee these things. Ano yun? Yun yung love of money. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. 
take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Ito raw po yung mga bagay na bigyan natin ng pagpapahalaga. Pagamat mahalaga ang pera, ito ay isang instrumento lamang para gawin natin ang layunin ng Panginoon. But in gaining blessing, in gaining money, these are the principles that we need to follow. Let's make sure that once you earn, you earn the proper way. You walk according to the will of God. You believe by God, by faith. And you mess up your life. You still take hold of what God has given you because the life that we have here on earth has eternal impact. Hindi lang ho may impact dito, it has an eternal impact as well. Alam niyo, hindi po kalooban ng Panginoon na nagreklamo tayo sa mga bagay na tinatanggap natin. Bagamat aware ang ating kaisipan kung may tinanggap kang bagay, minsan alam mo medyo talagang kulang. Tama ho ba? But you don't go to God and complain. Still thank God for what He has given you because you are creating a good environment for you to be blessed by God even more. Pag marunong kang magpasalamat, mas marunong si Lord magdagdag ng blessing na kailangan mo. Amen. Yung mga katangiang binabanggit po rito, ang tawag dyan is mga taong mabubuti o mga taong matuwid sa harapan po ng Panginoon. Ang sabi ng Proverbs 13.22, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. If we are looking to be blessed, this is the image of a man blessed by God. Sabi ng Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its seasons, and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, he prospers. Prosperity is God's will, and it is under God's blessing. But we must learn not to do the ways of the wicked, but for us to do the ways of God. Amen. Money should not be a master. It should be a servant and it should serve the purpose of God. Now, we can do all of these things. We can do all of these things because of the grace of God. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. In the temptation around us and with the greed that's inside man, there is a cure. And the cure is still none other than Jesus Christ because Jesus is the grace of God personified. Magagawa natin, umunlad sa buhay, na hindi kinakailangan magkaroon tayo ng kasakiman. God can bless us even without being greedy in money. The fact is, the more you become greedy, the more you will lose the blessing. But if you are faithful with God and His Word, the more you create a conducive atmosphere for you to be blessed by God even more. And we can be blessed. And we can do the things that God would like us to do to be blessed. It is because of the grace of God. The grace of God gives us the contentment that money cannot. Amen? Let's just bow down our head. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, thank you that you are the blesser and you are the provider and that you are a sovereign God. You choose to bless, you choose also to withhold blessing. It is in your 
prerogative. It is in your sovereignty, Lord. But we are your children, and in Christ, we are already blessed. We ask you, Father, to bestow your grace upon each and every one of us. Remove whatever greediness there is in our heart. Circumcise our heart today. Remove, Lord, things that should not be there in our heart. Linisin mo kami, Panginoon, ng iyong dugo. While you are bowing down, I mean, we are in the presence of the Lord. Magsisimula po ang kakontentuhan kapag nasa atin si Jesus. Siya yung ating pastol na kapag nasa atin siya, hindi na tayo mangangailangan pa. Christ died for you and He rose again from the dead so He can give you the gift of eternal life. Kung sa oras na ito, gusto mong tanggapin si Jesus sa puso mo, Marahil sa mga nakalipas na panahon, hindi mo lubusang naisuko yung buhay mo sa Kanya. Hayaan mong itong maging pagkakataon para sa iyo, kapatid, na tanggapin mo si Jesus sa iyong puso. At kung nais mong tanggapin ng Panginoon sa iyong puso, taas mo lang ang iyong kamay, saan ka, naka, saan ka man nakaupo ngayon, handa kitang ipanalangin, kapatid. Taas mo lang yung kamay kung nais mong tanggapin ng Panginoon. Right now. Just lift up your hands in prayer. Sumabay kayo sa panalangin ko, sabi niyo, Panginoong Jesus, maraming salamat po sa iyong pag-ibig sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Panginoong Jesus, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang buhay kong ito ay para lang sa iyo. Salamat sa iyong kabutihan sa akin. Salamat sa buhay na walang hanggan. Tulungan mo akong mabuhay ayon sa iyong kalooban. Salamat po, Panginoon. Ako na lamang po manalangin. Lord, I pray that you bless these people who stood up. I ask you, Lord God, to wherever they are standing right now, that you bless them and enable them to see that there is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Strengthen their faith and be the one to bless them. Let them realize that you are indeed a faithful and a great blesser. Thank you so much, God. Palakpan po natin sila sa oras na ito. Congratulations sa inyo. You may just be seated. Thank you, thank you. Now, sa oras na ito, nais ko po kayong tumayong lahat. Tayo po tayong lahat. There is only one throne in our heart and it must be occupied by Jesus. Right now, why don't we respond in worship and say, Lord, it's not money. It is you alone that's in our heart. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.